0: New at five, star test results are here. What this means as the
1: school year begins and what's needed in order to make kids star students. And a chance that we break this longest heat wave on record with rain from a tropical disturbance. Your first warning forecast is coming up.
2: Restricting not outlawing the parts of an appeals court ruling over the abortion pill that are now left intact.
1: Well, students
0: said goodbye to Scantrons and bubbling in the answers as the STAR exam moved online this year. Thanks for joining us, I'm Daniel Marine.
2: And I'm Jennifer Sanders. We got fresh results this morning from the STAR test that was redesigned to better reflect material covered in the classroom. Nabil Ramondah shows us how students performed and where they need to improve.
3: Each year, students prepare for the STAR exam which gauges how they're performing and how well they grasp the material being taught.
4: We're very supportive of the star redesign because we think that the star exam should always be evolving and
3: always be adapting and always be improving. Students are tested in reading and language arts, math, science and social studies. While there has been improvement in some areas, fewer students are mastering subjects.
4: There definitely has been a decline in the number of students that are performing at what we call the mastery level on the star test.
3: Mary Lynn TEXAS 2036. Her job is to help Texans make policy decisions through accessible data. The numbers show students performed better before the pandemic.
4: The pandemic had a serious and profound impact on student learning, and in many ways we are still recovering.
3: Reading and language arts proficiency for students is pretty much unchanged since the new redesign, but math is still an area that needs work.
4: Part of the reason that we have standardized assessments and we think that they're so important is the fact that they show us how subpopulations within our state are performing or how kind of smaller groups of students
3: are doing. Emergent bilingual students showed progress in both math and reading and language arts. In math, 32% of the students met grade level, while 35% met grade level in reading. Bernetta says in order to keep improving, these tests must change over time.
4: We're very encouraged by this round of star results because we believe that it reflects both that the test is getting better, but that also students are learning more.
0: Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News and you can find the full star test results on our website. Just search star test results on KXAN.com.
2: And going in depth right now, the Del Valley Independent School District is joining a coalition of school districts across Texas suing the Texas Education Agency. Now this is over changes to its A through F accountability system that includes the star test as one factor. The Del Valley School Board voted last night to join that lawsuit. Its superintendent told parents and staff the changes to the system quote paint a picture that public schools, including Del Valley ISD, are failing. TEA Commissioner Mike Morath said earlier this year the change to the system should help improve the ability to recognize school growth as well as narrow achievement gaps for at-risk kids. And we did reach out to the TEA for comment on this lawsuit. We will update you when we hear back.
0: Today, the Austin, I'm sorry, as the school year starts, three major public health groups are begging for more help to address the kids and teenagers in an emergency mental health crisis. ER doctors say that they are overwhelmed and can't do enough to help these children who need specialized care. The American Academy of Pediatrics, the Emergency Nurses Association and the American College of Emergency Physicians released a joint statement demanding more resources to tackle this problem. Every year, half a million children and teens go to an ER with some kind of mental or behavioral health problem. That number has been increasing for more than a decade. These medical groups want more psychiatric professionals placed in ERs, schools, and doctor's offices to catch these cases before they become a crisis. Today, a federal appeals court
2: says it would only restrict access to widely used abortion medication rather than outlaw it. The panel overturned part of a lower court ruling that would have revoked the FDA's 23-year-old, 23-year-old approval of mifepristone if it left it left intact part of that ruling that would end the availability of the drug by mail, also allow it to be used through only the seventh week of pregnancy and require it be administered in the presence of a physician. Now, the appeals court found the federal government did not follow the proper process when it loosened regulations in 2016 to make this pill more easily available. Despite the ruling, Mifepristone will remain available for now under existing regulations, and this decision is likely to be appealed to the Supreme Court.
0: Today, the Austin City Council voted to adopt its $5.5 billion budget for the 2023-24 fiscal year. This is the largest ever budget in the city's history. Now, alongside its budget, the council also approved the FY24 ad valorem property tax rate of 44.58 cents per per $100 of market valuation, marking a 3.4% increase. Now you can read more on the budget and what it entails under this story over at KXAN.com. We'll also go in-depth. on the plan tonight at KXAN News at 10.
1: First Warning Weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. After our recent reprieve from a little bit of that heat and humidity, things are a bit warmer out there this evening. 102 right now with brown grass in Williamson County on the Ewald Kubota Georgetown weather cam. Temperatures elsewhere, certainly warmer than yesterday. 103 in Austin, 104 down in San Marcos. Triple digits most everywhere, except for places like Fredericksburg. With the increase in temperatures and a little bit of humidity, a heat advisory has returned from Austin through our southern tier of counties. This is in effect for air temperatures up to 104 through 9 PM tonight in some areas. The Gulf of Mexico, quiet right now, but we are homing in on this little disturbance approaching San Juan, Puerto Rico, when and how this may finally break this longest heat wave on record. All right,
0: David, thank you very much. Already the deadliest U.S. wildfire in more than 100 years. The toll in Maui continues to climb. More than 100 victims have been identified, but hundreds of residents are still missing.
2: And as the difficult search and recovery continues, so does the struggle for survivors who have lost everything. Jay Gray reports from one of the several of those shelters across the island.
5: A week after the deadly firestorm, Maui has settled into a somber, grisly routine. Recovery teams and cadaver dogs sifting through the ruins searching for victims.
3: It's, it's going to be a very, very difficult mission, um, and patience will be incredibly important because of the number of, of victims.
5: To this point, they've identified the remains of more than 100, close to 1,000, still missing
1: I personally don't have any hope left that the missing that any of them are going to be found alive
5: hope that's fading replaced by a growing anger and frustration lines for just the basic necessities food water clothes stretch for miles survivors who've lost everything struggling
4: It's just hard and unbelievable I mean I still have loved ones that's trapped for example my dad
5: The pain, uncertainty, pulling licensed therapist Dana Lucio from a neighboring island to help.
4: Allowing them a shoulder to cry on and just being present for them is my job right now.
5: Lucio in a small caravan bringing medicine, medical supplies, and support into the burn zone.
4: I think that they're still very much shocked because when it happened, none of us were prepared for this. So the brain is not prepared to take in that type of, of, of information and trauma.
5: A hug. A rare smile, a chance to talk in the midst of such overwhelming tragedy is for many what they need the most right now. Jay Gray, NBC News, Maui.
2: And the Federal Emergency Management Agency has deployed more than 190 search and rescue team members and more
0: than 300 employees to Hawaii. Well, we're only halfway through August, but some people are already feeling the holiday fever. Why holiday shopping is starting even earlier and why you may want to hop on the trend.
2: And you may have felt a nice breeze this morning, but the heat is creeping back. How these temperatures have impacted the landscaping industry and what they're doing to keep your grass and your pockets green.
0: A swarm of bees stung almost two dozen kids, one of whom was hospitalized with a severe allergic reaction at a summer camp in Massachusetts. First responders found that a hive had been disturbed. The hive was near the playground where the children were playing. One boy was stung 17 times and another showed signs of going into anaphylaxis, an allergic reaction that does require medical care.
2: Well, if you thought it was too early to dive into pumpkin spice season, get ready for another doozy holiday shopping. Believe it or not, even before Halloween strikes, some retailers are already rolling out those string lights. Daniel's shaking his head <laughs> at Christmas trees. According to Google, more than a quarter of Americans were already shopping for the holidays in July. And searches for Hanukkah gift ideas and Grinch Christmas tree decorations increased more than 5,000% in just the past month so experts say inventory might be a little tighter this year than last so no shame in buying those seasonal items david earlier
1: Uh, (laughs) this early let's have a day below 100 before we talk about christmas trees uh this morning actually in parts of the area guys we dipped into the 60s the coolest morning since june at the airport 70 nice this morning but a record tying hot afternoon at 104 that's a byproduct of the dry air a big swing from morning to afternoon Here we are in the midst of the hottest first half of August ever recorded in Austin and at the airport. I'll show you when we may break this heat wave, though, at last. Coming up.
0: The intense heat lately has dried up business for some landscaping companies in central Texas.
2: And as a result, some had to get a little creative with the services they provide. KXAN's Sarah Alshay shows us how. Green grass,
4: it's something you rarely see in Central Texas right now, but at this home, there's a lawn full of it. They use it on golf courses, football fields, and now we're using it on residential lawns. It's called lawn painting. Chile Navarro and her husband offered this service at Good Neighbor Lawn and Landscape in Austin. It is an organic pigment that was developed specifically for live grass. It's non toxic. It is eco-friendly, so it's not going to harm your lawn. It won't harm the earth. It's safe for pets. Navarro says the summer heat, drought, and water restrictions dried up business. Normally, this is our our, our busiest season. Uh, Calls have slowed down because not many people are spending money on live green landscape. So they adapted, creating green without the water.
2: Navarro says they've been getting about 15 to 20 calls a week for this. Along with Lawn Paint, Amanda Pixler with the Texas Nursery and Landscaping Association says there's been a shift towards xeriscaping, a type of
4: landscaping that reduces or completely removes the need for watering. Making sure we're planting things that aren't taking up too much of our resources, design landscapes that are able to withstand. A lot of these temperatures. As the heat persists year after year, Navarro says they'll continue adapting with it. Trying to find new ways to you know to get creative and still stay in business. Sarah Alshah, KXAN News.
2: And Navarro says the lawn paint will typically last for about three months. The color goes away the more times you mow it. But she says with how little the grass is growing growing right now, the color can last even longer.
0: And if you need to know what water restrictions your area is under, we are keeping track of them for you. KXAN's digital reporter Christopher Adams created this map and a database so you can easily find the rules in your city. We're also keeping this updated as the drought stages change.
2: All right, a lot of brown lawns out yeah. there wanting that rain. but We, <laughs> we just got to accept it at least for yeah. a few more days. Yeah. Things
1: are actually going to get worse before they may get better. Here's the bottom line. What you need to know this evening, it's going to be much hotter tomorrow and another weekend scorcher here is the gold at the end of the rainbow though we may finally break this triple digit stretch and get the best rainfall that we've seen in months next work week within the next seven days. Let's dive in here under mostly sunny skies. It's a very hot day warmer than yesterday in Austin at 103. Look at the month that we have had the hottest ever August to this point at the airport and at Camp Mabry. These are your daily high temperatures shown 104 today. We've had more days 105 or hotter than we've had under 105 this month. Here we go back to the plus 105 territory tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon and early evening record highs on par with the warmest so far this year. 108 a number we've seen this year in Austin. Heat alerts are upgraded tomorrow area-wide. A few folks under a heat advisory, but most of us under this most serious excessive heat warning. This year has brought more excessive heat warnings than we have ever seen in Austin by a long shot. Tomorrow, it's also going to be stagnant. That hot, stagnant air likes to build up ground-level ozone with pollution levels a little high. If you have a sensitive respiratory condition, maybe limit your time and exertion outdoors. Carpool, walk or ride your bike if it's an option. And also actually holding off to fill your gas tank from early in the morning until later at sundown. That actually puts less of that harmful pollutants into the air. Let's talk about what happens next week. Tropical satellite showing not much happening right now in the Gulf, but this is an area drawn on by the National Hurricane Center forecasters showing a 20% chance that a tropical depression or something stronger may actually form over the next seven days. This is not happening anytime really soon. Over the next several days, it's a quiet Gulf of Mexico. But this weekend, a little disturbance treks into the Gulf from the Bahamas and Florida. Then it has at least 36 hours to potentially get a little bit of its act together before heading somewhere toward Louisiana or maybe even toward Texas notice this computer model run and remember it will change hundreds of times between now and then showing a pretty optimistic site here in Central Texas next Wednesday one of the features that's going to be really crucial in where this disturbance or potential tropical storm goes A big heat dome, which by the middle of next week will be centered to our north over Kansas. If this thing is farther south or stronger and more expansive, it may shove the disturbance well south of us. If it's weaker or farther north, it may even miss us to the north. So bottom line, there's still a lot of question marks on if we get rain at all and how much we may get. I'll show you a good illustration of that. This is great model number one showing healthy rain across the area next Tuesday and Wednesday. Model number two though, our other best long range model, much more pessimistic. Handling this uncertainty well, our partners at the National Weather Service going with kind of a let's wait and see for now approach. Conservative rain totals is what we can count on for now with, we're thinking, a quarter to a half inch for some. Of course, if the track looks better for us, we could get a lot more than that. So we'll keep you updated every day. Grab our KXA and weather app where we're issuing special updates as well. Tonight's forecast almost as cool as last night, with light winds, clear skies, and relatively low humidity. 74 in town, but here we go. Southwest winds boost us to 108 tomorrow. That's a record high, beating 107 from 100 years ago. This weekend, not much improvement. Another record high in the forecast on Sunday. But for the first time in more than a month, we are predicting a sub-100 degree day next Wednesday, along with a 30% chance of rain.
2: Doctors and parents of trans children suing the state to push for gender-affirming care before a law banning it goes into effect. The state's upcoming ban on certain health care for transgender minors was back in Travis County Court for a second day today. Now, a group of doctors and parents of trans kids are suing Texas over a new law that bans things like puberty blockers and hormone treatment as part of gender-affirming care.
0: And the law is set to take effect in a few weeks unless the judge blocks it. Our capital correspondent Monica Madden is in court with today's testimony
4: this was the first time we heard from a transgender teen in texas since this law passed and the 16 year old boy described the emotional distress he felt before undergoing hormone therapy treatment and the fears he has about what's next given most of the clinics in texas have already closed in anticipation of this law his attorneys argued that the law is outright discriminatory
1: this law only seeks to prohibit treatments only for transgender youth with gender dysphoria while allowing